here. Okay. Be your beliefs and faiths what they are, under whatever title you think best. What better is there than to have a living proof of a living God within you, always present, never absent, ready, willing, anxious, desiring to relieve you of aches and pains, prolong life to its full span, to make existence more pleasant and harmonious, which will place you in coordination with itself, which is within you in superabundance if it can get through obstructions and impediments which exist between it and your body. Every chiropractor, whether he realizes it or not, every time he corrects the impediment between the living God and man, is an apostle of that living God, bringing reality into reality the living intellectual God from above, permitting it to work through the living material bodies of all mankind. It is a living, provable God and man, the very soul and law of his being. Now, this is one of my favorite sentences from BJ. What greater joy hath man than to know his making possible an explanation of a superior God into a living human God because of what he does, as he does it, when he does it, to get sick people well? What greater joy? I want you to think about that because to me, there is no greater joy. By the way, this is from Gloria going on, the uh, Palmer's 1961 Green Book. I want you to think about this. What greater joy? Here, I'm going to tell you about some greater joy, okay? So yesterday, young lady walks into my, uh, well, comes into my office. Uh, she's four years old. Uh, she's never walked. Uh, I started seeing her when she was about maybe three and a half. Uh, she has this rare disorder uh, thing, and uh, uh, they've been trying for several years with PT and occupational therapy um, to get her to walk in. She was crawling a little bit and stuff, but she wasn't walking. And she, uh, and if, if she would stand up, she'd be very wobbly and her hands were shaking, her head was shaking stuff. And so she had very poor proprioceptive input. And so we started adjusting her. And, and in my office, when we are doing adjustments, we're doing super gentle adjustments with these kids, right? We're doing network, we're doing best, we're doing sustained contact. We're doing all these really gentle kind of adjustments. And yesterday, she walked into the office. She, this little girl who was told she's probably not going to walk, walked into my office, right? And you could say, oh, well, finally the PT worked and finally the OT worked, all that kind of stuff. That's right, Eddie. <laughs> you could say all that stuff worked, which I'm sure, which it was definitely important. And, and, you know, this is a team effort, right? It's a team effort. It's not, this is not the Drew Rubin show. You know, this is not the chiropractic show. Wherever office you open up, this isn't all about you. But the key thing is that here's a kid who was getting all this kind of input from PT and OT, all kind of stuff. And then she started getting chiropractic input. And chiropractic input is a different kind of input, right? It's not, it, it's not moving a muscle like this, right? It's not muscle re-education, right? What it is, and this is my personal opinion, is chiropractic is a neuroplastic input. Right, and for those of you who don't know what neuroplasticity is, where have you been? <laughs> because neuroplasticity is so important. If if you don't know what it is, you got to read some of Norman Dodge's books. Doctor Norman Dodge, he's he wrote um, uh, the brain that changes itself and the brain's way of healing. Amazing books, right? So you need to write you you gotta you gotta read these books, and it'll really teach you exactly what neuroplasticity is. And neuroplasticity, in a, in a nutshell, is when you Put a new and novel input into a system over and over and over again. A new and novel input into a system, right? 
So that's why what we do is so different because now this is nothing against other professions doing the things that they need to do too, right? If a muscle isn't working, right, because someone's had a stroke or because they never learned how to walk, you got to get that muscle to figure out how to move so it can move correctly. So that's important. So I'm not in any way discounting that. However, the movement of them, let's say I, I hurt my arm and I had to get an arm. This is not a new and novel movement, right? This is the same. This is a movement that either A, you already did if you, God forbid, had an injury and then were rehabbing it, or B, is, is supposed to happen, right? This is a, not a new and novel movement. Now, it's an important movement, right? It's important, it's important to train it, but the new and, like, adjustment, there's no place else to get one, Right? Right, so so that's what I mean by a new and novel movement. In other words, uh, if I'm if I'm here, so here's Mabel. I must make believe this is an activator, right? If I'm putting an activator on an atlas, or I'm using my fingertips on an atlas like this, this is not a movement that's going to typically happen during the day, right? Nobody is going to typically get any of these sort of things during the day. That's what makes chiropractic so powerful. Is it's neuro? It's like pure neuroplasticity, right? And people always ask me about this. So I'm going to talk to you. So there's three things that have to happen in a uh, for, for neurology to really kick in. There's three uh, essential phases uh, in, in neuroplasticity, right? It's frequency, intensity, duration. Frequency, intensity, and duration. Frequency, intensity, duration. So all of those are really, really important to understand. So frequency. So well, the frequency of an adjustment, Right? So in other words, how often do you do it when someone says to you, I don't understand how come I have to come in three times a week for the first month. And blah, blah, blah. This is why. This is why. Because when, when you are trying to change a person neuroplastically, you need a lot of input, right, in a short period of time to get that to change, right? So, so just for some even boring, um, but back pain, right? So after 30 some odd years, back pain I find very boring. Uh, kids, very interesting. Pregnant women, very interesting. Back pain, eh. uh, So anyway, but just because some people can relate to this, right? Maybe some of you guys don't want to ever touch a kid ever in your life. So we had a young lady come in uh, on Friday last week. Horrible back pain. Spondylo, uh, she's got arthritic degeneration from all kinds of sports injuries and stuff. So um, so, so she she's having all this back pain. By the third adjustment, right? The third, which is yesterday, she comes, well, actually it's her second adjustment, so she comes in for third yesterday. She said, I'm already starting to, to notice a difference, right? Now, she said, I've been stretching, and I've been going to PT, and I've been doing exercises at home, and blah, blah, blah. And all that stuff is good and important, so I'm not saying you don't do it, right? But what I'm saying is that the neuroplastic input of the adjustment, whether it's an activator adjustment like I enjoy, or whether it's a manual adjustment, or whether it's a network tonal emission, whatever it is, it's still a new and novel input into that system, and that's what makes the difference, right? And what makes the difference is is you got to come in frequently, right? To do this once in a blue once I'll come in once every two months. Mm, that's not going to work, right? Because you're spending X amount of time out of the office, this much time in the office. The adjustment doesn't take that long. You really need to have more frequent adjustments. So frequency is that is super super important. Intensity is the next one. Now. A lot of people mistake the word intensity, and they think intensity means an intense adjustment, like super, super powerful adjustment. But what I want to remind you guys of is intensity is not power. Intensity is focus. It's like a laser, right? 
a laser. So you don't have to have a super powerful, you know, giant laser to point, you know, to something. You know, or even if a you you, you a tongue tie, kids going to get the tongue tie clip and they're using lasers and it's this itty bit of little and it cuts through the tongue tie, right? That's what we're talking about. It, it's it's intensity. In other words, it's a lot of power in a small area, right? Intensity doesn't mean force. It means focus, right? And so laser is very focused, right? Your adjustments. So this kind of adjustment, let me tell you something, guys. This kind of adjustment, super intense, right? Super intense. A sustained contact adjustment on the Atlas, super intense. Where did I concentrate on this little girl who wasn't walking and now is walking? And I got a beautiful video of it uh, to prove it. Where did I concentrate on is upper cervical. Why upper cervical? Proprioception. Seat of proprioception right over here. Any kid who ever comes into your office and they're not walking, that's the area you know to 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 make sure that you're focusing on. Um, and we talk a lot more about this in the advanced classes. <clears throat> so that's what an intense adjustment means. It means focus. It doesn't mean force. It means focus. And then the third part is duration. Now duration doesn't mean having a like a long adjustment. You know, some people make the mistake thinking I need to have this like half hour per person adjustment. What not that it's wrong. You know, if you're doing ART or PIR or you're doing some of these other, you know, muscle based techniques which are fabulous, that's great. But the the key is that that's not really what I'm talking about, right? What I'm talking about in terms of duration is how long over time right? So three times a week is great, but not for one week, right? This girl was coming in pretty frequently, you know, two or three times a week since like September or something. That's a lot, right? That's a long time since September, October, November, December, right? So however long it's been like six, eight months, whatever it is, that's what I mean by duration, right? So duration doesn't mean each individual adjustment, right? Lasting a long time. These are the confusing things people think of when they think about these things. They think frequency, well, every kind of thing's frequency is the number of adjustments. Um, but intensity, they think is force and duration means that they I need to have a long adjustment. <clears throat> no, what you need to have is a, a lot of super intense, uh, meaning your focus, super intense, meaning a good focus adjustment over a long period of time. That's what happens. So when a kid comes into your practice and they <clears throat> they have autism and they're not talking, they have uh, you know some kind of neurological issues like these. This girl I just mentioned, and uh, she's she's not walking right. You've got to sell a long term care plan, and by sell I don't mean like be like a salesman. What I mean is you got to tell them that if you don't give the six months to a year, don't bother, because this is. The worse a problem, the longer the care plan has to be, right? <clears throat> Someone with back pain, you can say, you know, come when you feel it. And that's a horrible care plan. Uh, I don't buy that kind of care plan. You know, so here, here's an example. Um, another back pain example. Uh, but, uh, you, you know, you guys can deal with a lot of back pain. So a woman comes in yesterday. She's in her 50s. And I took x-rays of her spine. She's from another country. She had no idea she had a wicked curve in her spine, wicked scoliosis, wicked S-curve. She had, I had no idea. Because of this wicked S-curve, she also has some significant degeneration. So we took a, a you know, lateral lumbar view, and every one of her disc spaces is narrow. And she's been having back pain for 20 or 30 years. Hmm? No wonder. So I said, she's like, well, what's my care plan? I said, your, my, your care plan is to come in and, and get adjusted from now until you aren't here anymore, right? 
that's the care plan. Do you understand what I mean? Right? The, the, that's the, that kind of duration, the more significant. If she's like, well, I thought I'd just come for a few adjustments. Well, you could. Uh, but, and you might feel a little bit better, but that's not the point. Right? The point is, is health. Here's the difference between salutogenesis, right? Salutogenesis. Do you know what salutogenesis is? Salutogenesis is the completely different than allogenesis. Allogenesis, which is allopathic kind of medicine. Allopathic is when it's broke, you fix it. That's essentially all, uh, allopathic or allogenesis. When it's broke, you fix it. But salutogenesis is you can you need to maybe fix it once it's broken, but then once it's there, you keep on. You can always get healthier. The whole point of salutogenesis is you can always get healthier, right? And that's what I told her. I said my my whole goal is not just this period of time feeling better right now. My whole goal is the rest of your life, right? What, what kind of life do you want to have? Do what, kind of, what kind of life do you want to have with your two new grandkids? What kind of life do you want to have, right? That's what I want you guys to think about when you're talking to patients, right? Is I want you to think frequency, intensity, duration. I want you to think duration is, you know, my, my care plans are long-term care plans because I want people to understand where the, your, your body depends upon your nerve system, right? If, if, if a dentist can say to you, you got to come here at least twice a year for the rest of your life to keep your teeth clean. You can't, you as a chiropractor say, you got to keep on getting adjusted for the rest of your life to keep your spine clean, right? Is that spinal hygiene instead of dental hygiene, right? Spinal hygiene is, is getting adjusted and doing other uh, activities for your spinal health for the rest of your life to keep your spine healthy in the same way that you keep your teeth healthy. You're, and you don't just go to the dentist twice a year. Right, you go to the other twice a year. Plus, you brush every day, a couple times a day, hopefully, and you floss, which is the greatest thing, by the way. Someone just telling me, I just read a study that flossing isn't effective. I don't really care, right? Flossing saved my teeth, right? So flossing is great, you know. But these are health practices, right? These are health practices that are so 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 important. And I, you know, honestly, I think chiropractic would do better if we can come up with a thing to remind them of some of us at home. Right, the way dentists have a toothbrush and toothpaste and floss, those kind of things, uh, water picks, you know, they have those things to help patients remind them they're sitting right on their counter, a bathroom counter. What do we have? We haven't come up with something yet, right? Maybe one of you smart people can come up with something. Oh, Eddie. Uh, so let me just finish this uh, thought up and I'll, I'll answer your question, Eddie, because it's a great question. So the, the whole point of what I want you guys to get at is I want you guys to understand the, the breadth of chiropractic, right? And some of you, I, I hear because you, you talk, we talk about, you know, I have interns and, and pre-peak interns and we, we talk about stuff and they're like, you know, it, the, in the report of findings, when you're, you, when you're trying to, to do this, you're not selling chiropractic. What you're doing is you're just telling them, you've got to take care of this for the rest of your life. You've got to take care of it. This is going to take a good bit of time. Not just, and it's not whether it's in pain or not, no pain. It's going to take time. Frequency, intensity, duration, right? So use neurology, right? Tell people they like this kind of stuff. Uh, we are neuroplastically going to change the way your body and your spine interact through frequency of, of frequent adjustments, especially in the in the beginning. Less frequent as you get, uh, you know, as we keep on going. More in, intense adjustments, not intense forceful, but intense uh, focused adjustments and duration over a good period of time to change things. It takes a while to really make that change, right? And that's what I want you guys to get at with this.